0: i Ti am a man whos <laughs> a man whos <laughs> a man whos <laughs> a man whos a man whos a a man whos a man whos a man Parti limito facendo girare I am a man La de que... Jesucristo de
2: As long
0: God,
3: Take a drive
0: down the highway of life, give me five, my friend, here we are, we're together again and remembering when we met, all the games, all the jokes that we laughed at, the pain that we shared. I can travel down any road Cause I know that I'm not alone I know that I'm not alone I'm not To be To my sham, the boy who became a shoe. me many, I'm not sure what i The hood, the
1: J.M. in the A.M. It's like an Elokai Neshama segment here at J.M. in the A.M. Uh, Sholi Waldner uh, with that version of Elokai Neshama here at J.M. in the A.M. Before that, you heard the uh, Shalshelis Jr. Elokai Neshama. Friends, that was Mordechai Shapiro, Eitan Katz with Eloka, Ain Ode Milvado done by Yaakov Shweki live in Israel, and of course, Regesh, Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. It's Wednesday on this October 24th, day 15 in the month of Mar Cheshvan, the year 5779, Tafshinai and Tess. 46 degrees here in New York, mostly sunny and a high temperature of 58. That's not bad. I think they're talking about a big weekend storm in this area. Clear tonight, low 41. Tomorrow for Thursday, sunshine, a high temperature of 54. Yerushalayim is at 83. We're at 46 here in New York City. As we say good morning here at JM in the AM. So apparently a winner in South Carolina of the $1.6 billion. That's unbelievable. One ticket, South Carolina, $1.6 billion jackpot. Unbelievable. All right. We tried. <laughs> we made the effort. <laughs> I'd also like to have all that money back, as Jake Novak would remind me right now. <laughs> that I spent on the lottery this week. But uh, all right, it is what it is. <laughs> Someone in South Carolina is very happy, and hopefully they're a very, very, very big JM and the AM fan. Let's hope. <laughs> JM and the AM at 28 minutes before 7 o'clock. Good morning, everybody. Well, Caroline Glick's going to join us. A very serious uh, effort is going on on the 6th of November. And that's the One Israel Fun Dinner, and she's the keynote speaker. Um, look, we know what it's like or we know how important it is, I should say, to build the land of Israel and to continue building the state of Israel. And uh, I'm sure she'll explain that. She's the keynote for the One Israel Fund Dinner as we uh, try to support those communities of Yesha that are so vital to our past, our present, and our future. Uh, so Caroline Glick, the brilliant columnist, author, she'll join us 8 o'clock hour, exactly at 8 o'clock she's scheduled, in fact, here at JMNAM. Also, Jacob Kornblue is going to join us in this 7 o'clock hour A political commentator, reporter, somebody you see uh, on the scene everywhere, certainly in New York and throughout the entire Jewish community uh, so often. And he's scheduled to join us this morning. I'm going to speak to him uh, about a couple of things. Last night's uh, gubernatorial debate in New York, and we'll speak about a topic that I think has to be really stepped up over the next few days before Election Day, and that is getting statements from, uh, and I mean real statements, like conversation statements uh, from uh, established Democratic Senators and Congress uh, and congressmen um, about the elephant in the room in the Jewish world as far as I'm concerned and that is the uh, continued continued um, exodus of the mainstream Democratic Party from support of Israel. Exodus is the wrong word but you get what I'm saying uh, a uh, there's been I mean this is this has been one of the topics. Uh, of the day. Uh, there's been a, uh, certainly an impression, uh, I think it's more of a reality than an impression, uh, that um, that member, especially younger members of the Democratic Party are abandoning Israel. And we would love to get a leader of the Democratic Party, I don't know, Senate minority le- minority leader, possibly, or somebody else with great influence to address this issue to actually come clean and to admit there is a that there's a a, a bit of a crisis and you know what they think uh, going forward so Jacob Kornblue is scheduled we'll uh, have him on um just about 7.35 this morning and uh, we'll talk about that and many other things right here at JM and the am 25 minutes before seven o'clock more coming up if you keep it here at Jm and the am
3: Sitting in the hot desert sun You've been told You'd be on the run Down to Egypt To Pharaoh's town To Rome and Spain And many other lands But you open your door to tired men only passes by And angels from heaven Your kindness and your care were known far and wide Father of a nation Your soul is alive Abram Are we the children That you dreamed of? Are we that shy Our father, our bride, we got your soul inside. Take us home. Take us home. You've been through every now look a small shore in the Midwest A child was born just the other day And all those gathered there heard his mother say "All oh, it's been 3,000 years Survive. Father of our people Your dream is alive Abraham, Are we the children We'll you But I see it's not you, do. But you see it's not She said, "Oh, oh, oh, We didn't need to argue with the whole kin, but
2: seven can't get along. We didn't need to with the whole
1: is a song called Osios here at J... Oh, there we go. Here at JM in the AM. Um, That is... uh, Let's see. That's off of the uh, album entitled David Amelach Osa Shalom. That was Aryeh Kunstler. Avremo with Bring the House Down. I want to thank our uh, commentor um, on our NSN app for asking for some 8th Day because I meant over the last, I don't know how many days, to get to the Avraham song by 8th Day. Obviously... Fits right into the Parshios that we are reading at this time of year. Wednesday morning broadcast, JM in the AM. Primetime parent is out there reminding us today is the third yard site of Yardin Ben Shmuel Halevi, May his neshama have an aliyah. JM from Teaneck writes, good morning, Nachum. Please play some eighth day, which of course we just did. Did you watch game one of the series? Did you notice anything in particular about it? No pinstripes. Ooh, that hurts. Uh, yeah, look, I don't know. <laughs> the fact that I have to actually root for the Dodgers in this series is, is mind-boggling. So let's leave it at that. And the Rabbi down there in Atlanta says, You know it, Nachum. Atlanta's up early. Rise like a lion, so you don't have to creep like a snail to work. Beating traffic has become a Jewish moment, many moments in the morning here in Atlanta, where no one is waking up a billionaire, but where we are all still richer for starting our day with NSN. I thank you for that. How about something old from my high school, Gamara Rebbe, A.B. Rottenberg from Dvekis. Have a good day. Well, we'll see if we can get to that. Atlanta, a big shout-out to you from all of us here at uh, JM and the AM and the Nachum Siegel Network. And I thank you for tuning in down south. Six minutes before 7 a.m. It's JM in the AM. <laughs>
0: Is mach mir be amo be manko Is mach amo be be amo be amo man mm-hmm.
1: Cats, of course. That's just Melech. Big shout out to our friends at Bedford on Park. Check out the delicious and incredible restaurant on uh, at 61 East 34th Street in New York City. They have an amazing lunch menu, including some wonderful salads and starters, and delicious steaks, of course, and a great dinner menu as well. Uh, if you're looking to book a holiday party, an end of year celebration, a big thank you for your staff, for your clients, etc., we recommend Bedford on Park at 61 East 34th Street. In New York City, perfect place for a Sheva Baruchas. You want a delicious meal, a wonderful atmosphere, and a really friendly environment. You go and you enjoy Bedford-on-Park, 61 East 34th Street in New York City. Open today for lunch and for dinner. And as I said, if you want to book those holiday parties or a Thanksgiving dinner or a Hanukkah celebration or some type of end of year uh, get-together for your staff, for your family, for your clients, etc., contact Bedford-on-Park. Go to bedfordkitchen.com, bedfordkitchen.com and get ready to enjoy an amazing meal in the heart of Manhattan. Tonight begins our Shlomo Kalbach special at 6 p.m. Eastern time. We'll transition to an old kalbach format, which will last until 9 a.m. tomorrow morning after J.M. and the A.M., and then pick up again during our live lunch tomorrow, and then, of course, uh, our throwback Thursday will be one of our classic Kalbach specials. So in all, let's see, 15, 16, 17, 18, about 20 hours About 20 hours of Kalbach coming up uh, starting at 6 p.m. tonight. Uh, So get ready for the big special. Get ready to enjoy. Get ready to look back at uh, an amazing musical career. 24 years after his passing. It is America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio, around the world, the web, dot com on the NachumSiegel network, and of course in the beloved NSN app. Galetzal in the background, we'll do our news from Israel coming up. Circle your calendar on October the 31st, which is one week from today. We'll be at Yeshivat Noam to kick off their 18th anniversary celebration in Paramus, New Jersey, Yeshivat Noam, we are there one week from today. Get ready, Noam. J.M. and the A.M. is on the way. Galitzal <laughs> Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for Wednesday's next. Boker tov from J.M. and A.M.
4: Galitzal, Shashtayim Shalom Ravkan, Achinoam Ber, Ima Shkorei Achshav. Netzigai Chan El Achmar Tuanim. Ha Masao Matan La Ataka Takfar Le Mekom Chalufi. Adin Lo Rchel Cheref Havtachat Hakabinet. Katavtenu Ilil Shachar Medavachat LariShona.
2: על המסע ומתן אחראית לשכת שר הביטחון, אולם עד התאה אחד לא יצר כשר עם עורך דינם של התושבים, תאופיק ג'ברין. זאת למרות שראש הממשלה נתניהו הקצה על ומתן שבועות ספורים בלבד. מלשכת שר הביטחון עם שר בתגובה, איננו מנהלים את המסע ומתן דרך התקשורת.
4: בבית המשפט המחוזי בתל אביב מתנהל בשעה זו דיון בעניין מעצרו של יצחק אספה. כתבתנו ליאס פילקין מעדכנת כי השופטת תכריע בדקות הקרובות האם לשחרר ממעצר בית את הכדור שדרס את ארי נשר זכרונו לברכה והוא שם הבוקר בהפקרה ובנהיגה בשחרות. מאבק בחוק הנאמנות בתרבות השחקנית רבקה מיכאלי תוהה בשיחה עם יעל דן. לא מגיע מימון ליצירות שלנו רק כי לא למירי רגב בקלפי?
2: מתי בדיוק
4: היא תחליט עלייה פסקת מימון? האם נצטרך לשלוח לטקסטים? האם היא תבוא להצגה או תשלח מישהו מתאמה? כי לפי דעתי היא עדיין לא ראתה את הסרט פוקסטרוט. דיון מיוחד לפי ומשרדי הבריאות והחינוך החלו בנקיטת צעדים ממשיים להקפאת התוכנית הלאומית למניעת אובדנות בקרב בני נוער. חבר הכנסת אילן גילעון ממרץ ביקש לכנס את ועדת העבודה, הרווחה והבריאות של הכנסת כדי לדון בדרכים למנוע את עצירת התוכנית הלאומית למניעת עובדנות בקרב בני נוער מפאת תיעדר תקציב כפי שפרסמנו, משרד החינוך הודיע לפסיכולוגים המחוזיים בתוכנית כי תעצר פעילותה עד לדיון מחודש על התקציב שיערך בדצמבר מפקד אוגדת עזה היוצאת, התלוף יהודה פוקס טוען החמאס מנצל את המשאבים שנכנסים לעזה למטרו טרור כתבנו הצבאי זכי דאבו שמע אותו בטקס חילופי מפקדי עוטף עזר.
5: חמאס מארגן את השעות, מחייבת להשתתפות וקובעת את רמת האלימות. כל זה מתבצע בניסיון לטשטש לעזרח הפלסטיני, השבוי, הפשוט ברצועת עזה, את העובדות באשר מי שאחראי למצבו הכלכלי, ולעובדה שרוב המשאבים, אשר נכנסים בעזרת חמאס לרצועת עזה, הולכים לחפירת מנהרות ובניית רקטות.
4: משטר העצומים האמריקני נגד إيران מחריף וחעת גם סין עצרה את النفط הנפט מהרפובליקה האסלמית, כתבת חדשות החוץ אינה אנטונוב. שתי חברות הנפט הגדולות בסין, שתיהן בבעלות הממשל בבייג'ינג, לא הרכשו נפט איראני בחודש הקרוב, כך לפי סוכנות הידיעות רויטרס. לפני יומיים הודיע שר האוצר האמריקני סטיבן מנוחין שארצות הברית תקשיח את המגבלות על חברות זרות שיזכרו עם איראן. מה שגוי עיר חמה רגילה, לא עונה או מימחקה, החורף מגיע לזמן קצר. גשם צפוי ברוב, אז זה אלה
6: They tell you that you're too small to make a difference They tell you that you're too weak to go the distance But take the first step and you'll see that you can go far They tell you that you're too lost to be inspired They tell you that you're too short to reach up higher But they're not feeling the passion that lives in your heart Just trust in yourself but you push to the limit, and see now what could be achieved, oh you showed them the world can be changed, if you only. The Change the world.
2: I did you can ya vote in Ham she Misuda, I'm asking pras. Ate you kin ya booty, i al menas leka betra. Ate you kin ya a shamshi misura, al menas leka betra. Ate you kin ya booty, I'm a shamshi misura, ya menas leka betra. A tin can your boat, you can't shoot in the sun, you can't shoot in the sun, you can't shoot in the sun, you can't shoot
1: J.M. in the A.M. Hello, Yavoh. you know who that is, Yakov Shwecki? <laughs> Sim Chaliner before that with Change the World Wednesday morning. It's J.M. in the A.M. Hello, hello. 12 minutes after 7 o'clock. My name is Nahum Siegel. I welcome you to this great radio broadcast from anywhere and everywhere around the world. Thanks for commenting on the app. A lot of great comments this morning on the app. Much appreciated. Uh, Go to the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone and comment away, as I like to say. Let us know where you are, what you want to hear, etc., etc. We got some requests coming up. Yeah, we'll do it. We'll do some requests coming up. 46 degrees, mostly sunny, a high of 58. It's the 24th of October, the 15th of Marah As we say good morning here at JM and the AM, I remind you that the end of the secular year, believe it or not, is uh, right around the corner. And our friends at Bedford-on-Park, who serve delicious lunch and dinner every single day, remind you that if you want to book a holiday party, a thank you celebration for your staff or clients, a Thanksgiving dinner, Hanukkah celebration, whatever it is, 61 East 34th Street, New York City is the perfect location and a delicious location to do all that and really enjoy a great menu, wonderful atmosphere. Uh, Full bar, everything you'd expect from a delicious lunch or dinner and certainly from a great celebration. Bedford-on-Park, 61 East, 34th Street, New York City. Go to bedfordkitchen.com, bedfordkitchen.com. Make sure to mention, you heard about it right here on JM in the AM. Uh, Don't forget to mark your calendars. One week from today, we're at Yeshivat Noam in Paramus, New Jersey, celebrating with Rabbi Hagler and company the 18th anniversary of Yeshivat Noam. It's hard to believe, as I said on the air uh, when Rabbi Hagler joined us, hard to believe it's 18 years already. It really is unbelievable. Um, so he'll join us, uh, we'll join him, I should say, a week from today at Yeshivat Noam. Tonight starts the Kalbach special. Full special, of course, tomorrow morning during JM in the AM because tonight is the 24th yard side of Rabbi Shlomo Kalbach, so we keep that tradition going. Uh, that starts tonight. will last a good part of tomorrow as well, so make sure to be tuned in. Tell your friends as well. To do the same, I think I'm going to try to put together a newsletter, uh, with a well email blast, maybe a better word, uh, so we could send that out before the 6 p.m. Eastern Time. Start tonight uh, for the big Kalbach special. We'll try to get that on the air and uh, get ready for that. 46 degrees, mostly sunny. A high temperature of 58. I thank you all for tuning in. Uh, community calendar coming up. There's a lot of events happening. A lot of events happening. Caroline Glick, 45 minutes from now. She's the guest keynote speaker at the one israel fund event on november the 6th we'll speak with her coming up jacob Kornblue about 20 minutes from now i will ask him about the um perception if not reality of the democratic party abandoning israel we'll speak about it he'll join us great political commentator uh observer of what's happening out there so we'll speak with him coming up and uh, plenty more of course we keep it right here at jm in the a.m this is brand new from the kinderloch at jm in the a.m <laughs> JM and the AM with Miami. Yaakov Shweki before that. Lots of Yaakov Shweki today here at JM and the AM. That was calling the Shema off his latest Muzika. You heard the Kinderlach in there with Rotzim Lusmoach off of Sababa. That's brand new. They call it Kinderlach. Volume number four. Jacob Kornblu set to join us after our by Goldwasser. Caroline Glick at the top of the hour. Lots going on on a Wednesday here at JM and the AM. Tonight, the Kalbach special begins. Our JM and the AM Kalbach special tomorrow morning between 6 and 9. His 24th yard site begins tonight. If you want to sponsor all or part of our Kalbach special or all or part of any JM and the AM broadcast, you know how easy it is. Go to fjbunity.org, FJB for Foundation for Jewish Broadcasting, fjbunity.org. Dot org and uh, go to the top where it says uh, sponsorship opportunities and um, and sponsor whatever you wish in honor of somebody, in memory of somebody, for someone's birthday, whatever the case may be. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, HaRav Zeb and and Esther Basher Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizok.
7: The great Tzaddik, Reb Nochem of Chernobyl, dedicated his entire life to the mitzvah of pidyon shvuyim, redeeming captives, ransoming those people that were taken in by enemies, by foreign lands, and bringing them to safety and freedom. One day, however, the great rabbi himself was taken as a captive, as a shavoy. He couldn't believe it. The mitzvah that he dedicated his whole life to, he himself fell in and was now in need of being redeemed. He could not understand it. He cried, especially on the night of Yud Aleph, Mar Cheshvan. He sat in his prison cell, and he cried, and finally he fell asleep. In his dreams came to him Racheli Menu, Mama Rochel. And Racheli Imeinu said, I would like to explain to you what is happening, and give you a Dvar Torah. She then told him, What was the reason that Avraham Avinu, who had dedicated himself to the mitzvah of Achnos was told, Go out from your land, Go from your father's house. Rashi tells us, La It was for his good and for his benefit. Yet, in Perkeivos we read that this was considered to be one of the Asara Nisyonos, one of the ten trials and tribulations that Avram Avinu was put to the test with. What was the test? What was the nisayon? Hashem told him it will be la nascha It'll be for your benefit and for your good. Rachel Imenu explained it was for his good. The reason is, is because Avram Avinu so dedicated his life to welcoming in guests. Now, instead of being the host, instead of being the Magnus Orech, he would turn in to be the wanderer, the one that was in need of hospitality, the guest that would have to knock on doors and ask for home for food, for shelter, for water. In order for Avram Avinu to be able to be mekayim, to fulfill the mitzvah, on the highest level, he had to turn in to be a guest. Being a guest, he would feel the pain. Being a guest, he would understand all the sensitivities that a person has when they go to someone's house and are in need of someone to host them. Only then... Could he be mekayim the mitzvah? Could he fulfill the mitzvah bishlemus completely and holy? So to Rachel explained, you always worked your entire life on the mitzvah of Pinyin Shvuyim. However, Hashem wanted to help you that you should be mekayim this mitzvah, that you should fulfill this mitzvah in the best possible way. And that's the reason why now you yourself are a captive to understand how a captive feels, to understand the pain, to understand the needs of a captive, so that you should be mekaim the Mitzvah on the highest level possible. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day.
1: J.M. in the A.M. Wednesday as uh, we continue here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Jacob Cornblue, who is the national political reporter for Jewish Insider, is with us live via telephone couple of things we wanted to speak to him about, most notably this whole Democrat, uh, Democratic Party abandoning Israel issue as we get closer and closer to Election Day. Jacob Kornblue, welcome back to JM in the AM. Good to be back, Mr. Nacham Siegel. I appreciate that. So Senator Schumer, who we've been, I wouldn't say hounding, we're not not at that stage yet, uh, but I believe he has an obligation to this audience and our community to come up with a more comprehensive response than his official statement regarding the Democratic Party and what is perceived to be, and might be a reality, its abandonment of, uh, of Israel. Uh, so before I read to you the statement that he did issue, uh, am I making too much of this? Would you agree that this is actually a, a real elephant in the room for the Democratic Party and it's not just a few fringe candidates, but it could be the entire party that's shifting its opinion of Israel?
8: There's no doubt that um, within uh, the Democratic Party, there's a growing um, voice uh, among uh, millennial and progressive um, activists, and now uh, candidates who are running for office. Most of them who are in line uh, to become members of Congress, especially there are certain uh, seats which there are no competitive races, so obviously they would get elected um, unless something happens. Uh, Those voices have expressed different opinions than the traditional U.S.-Israel relations positions that we have heard from members of Congress and um, leaders of the Democratic Party. Uh, Having said that, I still believe that Senator Schumer is right when he says that when it comes uh, to the Senate leadership, when it comes to the voting record of the U.S. Senate, there's clearly bipartisan support for Israel. If it's on funding, if it's on uh, policies that are not necessarily enacted by the administration obviously there's an executive branch so if for instance the iran nuclear deal uh, it wasn't a treaty so it didn't have to be approved by congress but what congress did was they didn't come up with a veto-proof majority to override um, the president's uh, waiver uh in the case of the Jerusalem embassy move that was a decision made by the state department and by the president himself right. so when you look at the voting record not necessarily the policies that are enacted by the executive branch there's clearly bipartisan support for israel and that would remain if we see at least in the upcoming election if we see a shift in power if it's Nancy Pelosi if it's Nancy Pelosi um, taking over um, as House uh, Majority Leader, or if it's Senator Schumer taking over, which is uh, mostly unlikely, according to recent polls. But if Senator Schumer takes over as majority leader, or if he remains as minority leader with the uh, uh, Republicans in control, you're still going to see that bipartisan support, especially when it comes to funding the Israeli military.
1: All right. So uh, you're not jumping on my bandwagon on this. It seems you are. You're satisfied with the response of Jewish. Uh, a Jewish Washington leadership. Here's the statement, by the way. This is what Schumer actually said uh, in, uh, in reaction to people like me. He said, Senate Democrats are very strongly pro-Israel and will remain that way. Senate Democrats led the charge to pass the Taylor Force Act, a record amount of assistance for Israel to protect herself, including funds for Iron Dome and David's Sling, and recently and unanimously passed a bill out of committee condemning the use of human shields by Hamas and Hezbollah he adds i will also be pushing legislation that strongly opposes BDS however jacob cornblue with that being acceptable to too many uh, wouldn't you agree that the avira the atmosphere that we now see in the democratic party uh, and as we get closer and closer to the next you know big national election which is obviously in 2020 it's very possible that this whole progressive attitude could seep into the Democratic platform. it's It's no shock that when we get to the conventions, and I know it's way before, but when we get to the conventions, whatever the atmosphere is at that time is usually what the platform reflects.
8: Clearly that in 2020, you will see a shift in positions or you will see candidates arise who will not express those traditional positions that... Democratic uh, um, candidates and presidents have expressed in the past. And yes, you're right, you might see some language within the Democratic platform that will not satisfy uh, uh, pro Israeli folks like you. Um, nonetheless, we have seen already a shift, not necessarily. Uh, in in, in, in in acting policy, but we've seen shift in rhetoric, and in changing the wording of the, the traditional positions in both parties' platforms. So if you look at the Republican Party platform, okay, uh, they removed the mention of a two-state solution. Now, until a month ago, President Trump didn't mention his administrations, uh, he didn't actually express support for a two-state solution. He said two states, one state, three states, whatever. Uh, That has changed as well, which is he has moved back to uh, the traditional U.S. administration support for a peaceful settlement in the region, which would result in a two-state solution unless both parties agree that they cannot come up with some other proposal. So you have seen on the Republican Party also a shift in pro-Israeli positions that are not in sync with current administration um, uh, policy. And you also have to take into account that when you look at American Jews, when you look at Israelis as a whole, as a majority, there is m- more support for a two-state solution than U.S. withdrawal from the Iran nuclear deal and moving the embassy of, uh, te- uh, from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem without uh, um, uh, uh, the Palestinians get- getting anything in return. So there's always um, an eye view of the U.S.-Israel relationship and support for Israel, that we would um, assume that anybody who expresses uh, support for Israel should take positions that the current Israeli government uh, has acted upon or the current U.S. administration has acted upon. But you also have to look at the other side, which is 70 percent of uh, American Jews uh, are more on the progressive side, at least on the liberal side, uh, voting for Democratic uh, candidates, and we might see in November a shift of power, which is not in our hands, meaning to say obviously it's in the voters' hands, but for those who express concern of what might happen to the U.S.-Israel relationship or to bipartisan support in Israel, uh, for Israel in Congress, We have to act upon it. We have to either educate those candidates who are still young and inexperienced and do not value um, the strong uh, um, bipartisan support for funding for Israel and the shared values that right. the U.S. and Israel share.
1: All right, so it sounds like you're, you're it, it, on one side, you, you believe the overall picture is going to remain close to the same, but at the same time, you're recommending uh, that we got to stem the tide. You're recommending that, you know, a, as this shift, no matter how small it might be, is happening, uh, the Jewish community's got to be active, or the pro-Israel community's got to be active in stemming the tide as best as possible.
8: There's no doubt about that, and Senator Schumer plays a role
1: in that. Oh yeah, as well, and I'm th- that's why I'm demanding he play a bigger role. Frankly,
8: I well, think he's well, getting. Well, we don't know what role he's playing behind closed doors, but we also have to look at something else, which is those can- those um, folks are candidates right now. They're still running for office, and while we assume that they would take office come January, we also have to assume that they. Will be briefed on policy, on domestic policy, on healthcare and other right. issues that they're not experienced with, but they will also be briefed and meeting uh, 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 members of the administration, they'll right. meet members of the Israeli government,
9: yeah, and members
8: that. within their own party. Which will they will then learn that the U.S. shares so much in common with Israel that it's critical for them to support funding yeah, I, I for get, Israel I, at I, least I, in, at, at at this current moment. Yeah,
1: I get it. At some point in 2019, someone's going to sit them down and and, and and teach them reality. I understand that, but still, but still, there's certain people we have to be wary of. Jacob Cornblu is with us, national. Political reporter for Jewish Insider. What do you think of the uh, pro-Israel activists who are coming out against Kirsten Gillibrand at this point?
8: First of all, uh, based on polls and uh, uh, you know and reality, uh, Kirsten Gillibrand will be re-elected. Okay, uh, but on the other hand, uh, one should understand that Kirsten Gillibrand has taken positions that are not in sync with. At least uh, the Jewish community in New York, right. uh, and and here I bring back Senator Schumer. Right. Senator Schumer, at least, voted against the Iran nuclear deal in 2015. Though right. he said right. that currently it we are not in a position to withdraw. Right. Uh, he did support the Jerusalem embassy move. Uh, in fact, he said that he uh, um, influenced the administration on, on that matter. Yeah, we,
1: we've always given him credit for that. Correct. Right. Yeah.
8: So when you look at Kirsten Gillibrand, she also represents New York. She represents the largest Jewish community uh, in the country outside of Israel. And she is nowhere to be seen. Uh, she has taken positions that even senators in other states with a, uh, you know, with not, such a large uh, Jewish community presence have taken, uh, especially on the uh, anti-BDS bill, where she withdrew support after pressure from activists, uh, civil rights activists, uh, and so on. She supported the Iran nuclear deal, and she criticized the administration when it came to the Jerusalem embassy move. So one should um, understand the frustration that people share um, about um, her positions, but you should look at the other side, which is most of those people who turn out to these rallies are right-wing Jews, right, who happen to live in New York, right, and those would support any Republican candidate against any
1: democrat. Yeah, I understand that, but uh, many people who uh, fall in the category that you just described as being relatively pro-Israel and certainly right-wing religiously and most often politically, they will be voting for Kirsten Gillibrand on November the 6th because they have other interests not just Israel. Um, my point my point being my point being to make it even more clear that one might think that the noticeable Jewish community of New York those you describe are you know the majority of of the uh, of the right wing Jewish community of New York one would think that they would be uh, that they would be wary of her because of all the things we just described and all the things we just mentioned but because of other interests that they have when it comes to democratic leadership whether it be financial support, etc., they're going to be voting for her coming up on November 6th.
8: Yeah, listen, we have to look at, <laughs> face reality, okay? Uh, this this is not a one-single-issue uh, election, and uh, we, uh, those anti-Semites, want to say Jews control the world, but uh, we are not a majority uh, of the electorate. So uh, when it comes to incumbents um, I spoke to uh, one of the leaders of Norpac, which is a um, pa- political action committee that that mainly supports uh, Canada to express the strong bipartisan support for Israel. But they've supported a lot of Republican candidates, and they have made the point that when it comes to incumbents with a voting record in support of Israel, even if they're Democrats, they support and raise money for them.
1: Understood, but you just pointed out yourself that she's disappointing in that area.
8: Right, but you know, when, when you equate uh, Kirsten Gillibrand to Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez right,
1: that's or un, that's to unfair. Um,
8: other candidates, right, that have unfair. a voting right. record right. That, um, against funding for Arendelle. Right. They have a, a, a right. record of speaking out against the state of Israel or in support of the boycott, right. uh, sanctions, and divestment uh, movement. Those people are actually contributing to uh, uh, those who seek to destroy the state of Israel. Kirsten Gillibrand is not in that category. Right.
1: Point well taken. Completely understood. Jacob is with us. Finally, did you watch the debate last night? Did you uh, see the governor in action? I I did
8: watch snippets of that debate, uh, and what I came across was, one, that Andrew Cuomo never takes anything for granted. Even if he's 30 percent... Ahead in the polls, he acts like as if he's uh, 5% behind. (laughs) Uh, That's number one. Number two, uh, Andrew Cuomo is an aggressive person, and it comes across when he's on TV. Uh, He's more of an executive. Uh, and not necessarily even he's been in politics his entire life, doesn't act like a slick politician when it comes to TV. I thought Mark Molinero gave a very uh, a positive impression. Agreed,
1: too. agreed,
8: agreed. And, and and he fought back against assertions that he's a mini Donald Trump. Right. Um, I spoke to him a few weeks ago, and uh, uh, we discussed that matter, and he made uh, the point that while he's a Republican and supports most of Donald Trump's position, and obviously the current administration's policies, he's a more disciplined fighter. Uh, he drew that contrast. Right. So, uh, and you saw that on TV. Yeah, I thought he handled, Why, I thought he handled while he it very well. he fought back, he was disciplined. Yeah. He was, he was um, actually pretty positive, yep. uh, given the circumstances. But he also laid out a different vision. Um, ultimately, it will be up to voters. I do uh, um, see uh, the race tightening uh, in the closing days yeah, that's of tr- the election. That's traditional. Due to the um, growing, uh, um, you know... Uh, uh, the, out, the, 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 the upstate electorate, right. which is moving more towards the uh, Republican yeah. Party, and also uh, the erosion of the uh, blue wave prediction. Yeah,
1: that's traditional as we get closer. And the, the, the real question is, will he win by a less or more than 20 points? That's really the issue, I guess. Uh, well, Robert won, uh, um,
8: um, um, um came, came very close within 10 points. Right, uh, But he didn't win the governorship, so that
1: matters. Uh, Jacob Cornblue how do people follow you well they
8: can follow me on Twitter um, at Jacob Cornblue or they can read my newsletter which is published um, every morning Uh, you can sign up on JewishInsider.com, or you can read us On Times of Israel and Haaretz.
1: I know you like to be in the middle of the action, but are you literally in the middle of traffic this morning, (laughs) the way it sounds? (laughs)
8: Uh, I I don't know if you mentioned, but I live in (laughs) Boropar.
1: So even if you're indoors, you get to hear all those uh, sounds, huh?
8: Yeah, I'm 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 literally uh um um five floors above ground but still uh am as if I'm walking now on the avenue uh with cars and buses surrounding me.
1: Walking on the avenue? It sounds like you're in the middle of the street. Jacob, thank you so much for joining me. It's uh, much appreciated. Always
8: a pleasure, Michael.
1: JewishInsider.com sign up for his daily email immediately. Jacob Cornblue on Twitter at Jacob Cornblu K-O-R-N-B-L UH Wednesday morning. It's JM in the
0: AM. <laughs> Come on. sumanishma haima kol kmo yom mit moshekeha ya
3: mabitom me hayo kamani flan titaki titkadish vetatkhil et kol mitila he tu et
0: shamsem kha
3: I say Shay, let shame my shame. she hallelujah. Shiroloy, shihodos. Zamuloy keni's gov my i
1: And that is Ohad with Levado, brand new. If do before that, brand new from Eitan Freilich. And this is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listener-sponsored digital radio. Around the world the web, and on the web at NachumSigl.com, on the NachumSigl Network. And, of course, on the beloved NSN app. Caroline Glick is scheduled to join us in just a couple of minutes here at JM in the AM. <laughs> J.M. in the A.M. Wednesday morning, we had the honor of speaking to the brilliant Caroline Glick while we were in Israel. Now we're back in the U.S. and we get an opportunity again, Baruch Hashem. She's the keynote speaker and for that reason alone, you should all be at the One Israel Fun Dinner coming up on uh, November the 6th as uh, we continue to support a cause that is there for the people of Yesha 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, all year round. So important to support. They have amazing honorees, which we'll go through as soon as we um, conclude our discussion. And uh, you're all invited. You're all invited to be there November the 6th and to help support the One Israel Fund. Go to oneisraelfund.org, oneisraelfund.org, or dial 516 239 9202. 516 239 9202. Caroline Glick, the brilliant journalist and author. You can read at the Jerusalem Post, you can read on her website, you can read in, in many, many places. Uh, is with us live via telephone from Israel. An honor to welcome you back to JM in the AM.
10: Hi, great to be on your show. <laughs>
1: Thank you very, very much. You know, a few minutes ago, we had like a debate, a discussion here about the Democratic Party here in the U.S. and whether this um, movement, of um uh, uh, of um a lack of support or less support, let's put it for Israel, um is just an aberration, a small exception, or if it's a real trend that can get really dangerous for those who are concerned about Israel. How do you view what's happening in the Democratic Party vis-a-vis Israel here in the U.S.?
10: I consider it to be a very very worrying uh, phenomenon, and I don't think that it's a uh, flash in the pan. I think that this is something that has been deliberately promoted by a lot of people who are trying to undermine the basis of American support for Israel, American Jewish support for Israel, uh, people working to undermine the support of the evangelical community for Israel, which is even more uh, of a threat, and I think that this is not something that's going away. Um, we see the progressive radicalization of the Democratic Party, and, part, and parcel of that process is uh, growing anti-Semitism in the uh, party ranks in the grassroots that's being reflected in uh increasing hostility towards Israel among senior democratic lawmakers and and uh and officials so i think and and the shocking thing about the the american jewish uh position on this is that rather than standing up to their uh to this to this phenomenon in their in their party and fighting it. The American Jews are going along with it. This is in stark contrast to European Jews, to British Jews, to French Jews, who are demanding that their political parties fight anti-semitism here you see american jews embracing it
1: hmm, never thought of it that way excellent point caroline glick with us we'll get to the one israel fund in a moment first i'd like your reaction to jordan's decision this week to adjust withdraw uh to uh, to cancel part of the peace treaty with israel
10: right. so um it's funny i'm just writing about this right now for breitbart and um one of the things we have to realize is that you know uh I mean, uh, King Abdullah is touted as a moderate, not because he is, but because he's completely dependent for the survival of his regime on the United States and Israel. And just by that virtue, he's considered to be a dependable ally. And since he's a dependable ally, he's considered a moderate. But the problem with it is that Jordanian society under uh, the King Abdullah is not at all moderate. Um, They're deeply, deeply anti-Semitic, deeply anti israel Uh, Anti-American. Just uh, two years ago, uh, three American uh, soldiers uh, were killed by Jordanian jihadists when they were trying to return to their base along the border uh, on the Jordanian side of the tri-border area with Iraq and Syria, Um, and uh, and we covered over. But for the past several months, there have been major riots throughout the country against King Abdallah with the crowds. They're not all exclusively Islamists. There are people also Islamists. There are a lot of Islamists in Jordan, as they are throughout the Arab world, but they're uh, accusing Abdallah of uh, corruption and of fraud and of graft and his royal family of living um, you know, like billionaires when the people of Jordan are starving. Yeah. And so they're sort of in this uh, revolutionary atmosphere, and they have been for a long time, and the situation is only exacerbating... So rather than try to enact economic reforms and growth policies, uh, the king instead is using the old Jew card. And so to try to buy the support even temporarily of the Jordanian people who are increasingly turning against him, the king is simply doing the cheap trick (laughs) of attacking Israel in the hopes of uh, keeping them at bay.
1: The old find the common enemy, and of course he easily found it. He just had to look next door. Caroline Glick is with us live via telephone, keynote speaker. One Israel Fund dinner coming up November the 6th. We're recommending that everybody get to the website at oneisraelfund.org, org, or dial 516-239-9202. It's almost unfair that I ask you this question because I would assume that, uh, uh, that the majority of your keynote speech on November the 6th is going to discuss it. But uh, whatever you could say to this audience to encourage them to be there on November the 6th would be welcome. Uh, How would you describe the importance of Yesha, Judea, and Samaria to the past, present, and future of the Jewish people?
10: You know, the One Israel Fund is a really important organization because it's willing to buck the trends in the American Jewish community and it has been doing so since it was established in 1994, right after the Oslo process began, and saying no, we don't. We don't buy into this political correctness. We don't buy into this sort of uh, uh, the kumbaya attitude about uh, the Arab world and their uh, position towards Israel. Nor do we think that it's uh, reasonable to turn our backs on Jewish history and Jewish heritage. Uh, in order to make some sort of a a, a phony peace with terrorist organizations, as everybody else seems to do. No. When everybody else was running away from support for the uh, half million Israelis who live in Judea and Samaria, the One Israel Fund ran towards us. I can say us because three years ago my family, uh, we moved to Efrat in uh, Gush Etzion. Um, But – uh, you know they—they they, uh, are honoring my very close friend Mark Provisor, who is in charge of all of their security projects, and they are the ones who have been installing all of the security equipment necessary to prevent infiltrations of terrorists into uh, Israeli communities in Judea and Samaria. They've saved countless lives through their actions, and they've just—you um, know—when you have the. Uh, uh, Jewish agency, the UJA, the federations, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, in uh, taking the money given to them by American Jews and and, and then, um, out of concern for political correctness, spending millions and millions of dollars donated by American Jews uh, to uh, to sustain and to uh, support Arab Israeli communities in Israel and the Galilee, which are increasingly becoming anti-Israel, anti-Zionist, and even anti-Semitic and pro-Islamist. You know, you have the What Israel Fund saying, no, we're giving our money to people who who we love and to empower the people of Israel, to protect the people of Israel. It's an extremely important organization, and I think it's important to to make the organization as well-known and as well-supported. Uh, as possible, and give it the widest, um, widest footprint in the United States as, as possible, because it, it really is an organization that has, has, has um, upheld the need to stand with the Israelis, come thick or come thin, to uh, act as brothers to the brothers and sisters in Israel and support them no matter what, even when it's not politically convenient to do so. So I love the One Israel Fund, which is why you know. They're flying me in the morning of the conference, and I'm flying out the night after because I have to be back here with my kids. So, <laughs> you know, I, I'm taking this on because I think it's that
1: important. You know, you, you, you mentioned Mark, and we consider him a real Jewish hero, and I'm just thinking in all your years in Israel since you made Aliyah, you've met a lot of regu- who who normally would be referred to as regular people who, in fact, are real Jewish heroes. And now that you're in Efrat, you're, you're actually neighbors with a lot of Jewish heroes and a lot of pioneers for the Jewish people.
10: Well, you know, the truth is that there are a lot of Jewish heroes and a lot of Jewish pioneers everywhere in Israel. But, um, you know, but I think that it's just uh, we have such good lives here as Jews. We have so much privilege here uh, in Israel to be living here and raising our children in, in the one Jewish state as free and proud Jews here um, that, you know, it's hard to think that, gosh, you know, it's a, it's a mitzvah to support us. But it is a mitzvah to support us, because the stronger we are, the, um, the more secure the Jews of Israel are, the more secure the Jews of the diaspora are. And moreover, you know, it, it, supporting, supporting the Jews in Israel is also a way to uh, stand up for yourselves as Jews and say, look, we we are with our brothers and sisters in Israel and we understand the importance of Israel and we want to be part of Jewish history and we realize that Jewish history is really unfolding today in Israel. And we want to tie our fortunes to that and you can do that by making Aliyah and you can do that by supporting the people in Israel who are really working every day to secure and to uh And to um, facilitate uh, good life here in Israel for the Jewish people for generations to come.
1: we admire your amazing passion for Israel and the Jewish people, and very much look forward to November sixth to hear your keynote speech. Caroline Glick, thank you so much for joining me this morning.
10: Thank you and I'm just and just want to urge everybody come on out to the dinner i'd love to meet you
1: A hundred percent and yet yeah, take advantage everybody. It's amazing to meet Caroline in person and to speak to her about what she writes and, uh, and the work that she does. And uh, I'm just reminding everyone, go to oneisraelfund.org. Oneisraelfund.org. dial 516-239-9202, 516-239-9202. The One Israel Fund is recognizing, as Caroline said, some amazing people in addition to Mark Provisor. Um, who has been uh, on this show and has uh, described his work to us, and uh, as far as I'm concerned, is truly a Jewish hero. Uh, Dr. Stephen and Jackie Herman are going to get the Bone Yisrael Award. Dr. Erwin and Donna Asman and Ellie and Mila Berman will together receive the HaKarata Tov Award. Uh, David and Aurora Mossberg will receive the Manigutsa Irim Award as young leaders of the future. And um, uh, Ben Broffman is going to serve as Master of Ceremonies. Cantor. Joel Kaplan will be there as well to perform. It is going to be one very, very special night. And again, the keynote speaker, Caroline Glick. Do everything in your power to be at the One is Real Fun dinner. It's coming up on November the 6th. Uh, 6.30 p.m. at 360 in New York City. All the information is online. You can even register for the event online. Go to One oneisreelfund.org or use the good old-fashioned telephone, 516-239-9202, 516 239 9202. My thanks to Caroline Glick. You will next see her and hear from her as keynote speaker at the One Israel Fund Dinner, November the 6th here in New York City. You're listening to JM in the AM.
9: this day
0: חלום וזה היום שלך את עומדת רועדת בתפילה ומלאכי עליון שרים בואי קלה בואי קלה את פוסעת אל מתחת לחופה תאורה זקה כלבנה הכוכבים מעל רושך ואת עלית על כולנה ולכל רעים אהובים the heavens are shining, and the stars are shining. We open to you with our the me cu me and <laughs> the
1: in the a.m. Brand new Kinderlach. I believe it's Igdadia's uh, guest starring on that song if I have my uh, my ears are working properly. <laughs> Before that diaspora with Lech Lecha. Figured after the One Israel Fund discussion that would be a, a very appropriate selection to play. Uh, again oneisraelfund.org get ready be there make sure to uh, get your reservations in for the amazing dinner. And by the way I mean, believe me, with Caroline Glick, you're talking about an amazing dinner. That I could tell you. it's uh, That's obvious to anybody who knows who she is. Uh, but in general, they do a great job. They do a great job with their dinners. Uh, they're a lot of fun. They're uh, very spirited. Really a, uh, a wonderful uh, get-together. So check out org and get ready to to enjoy. Hey, a big shout-out to our friends at Bedford-on-Park. I remind you that their lunch and dinner menu are both Menus, I should say, are both superb. Their dinner menu includes the barbecued spare ribs and the uh, a chicken under a brick under their entrees section. Under the steak section, you have a seven ounce eye of rib, a 14 ounce boneless rib eye, and a 32 ounce prime cowboy cut. Imagine that. Bedford on Park at 61 East 34th Street is the perfect place for Chevrolet, for holiday parties, for an opportunity to say thank you to your clients and to your staff. Uh, just call them up, make the arrangements. You have a great atmosphere, full bar, amazing menu, wonderful chef, great food. You'll love it. Uh, holiday parties. Uh, before the end of the secular year, you want to get together and make sure that uh, your uh, your clients are happy, your staff is happy, the people you work with are happy. Uh, you go to uh, 61 East 34th Street, Bedford-on-Park. They'll put together an amazing holiday, Hanukkah, or end-of-year office party. For you. Information, bedfordkitchen.com, bedfordkitchen.com. Make sure to mention you heard about it right here on the Nahum Siegel Network. A couple of things from our community calendar. Uh, Today is the Shulamit High School open house. Uh, Actually, meet and greet. Yeah, I guess we'd call it an open house, meet and greet. Uh, they're at the 1443 East 35th Street in Brooklyn, New York. They'll start at 7:15 tonight. For information, you could speak with Randy at 718-916-1287, 916 1287 R Shragala of Marine Park presents a parenting workshop with uh, workshop with Rav Shalom Noach Landau, Mordechai Weinberger, uh, on the topic of taking your child from good to great, a move to improve your child's behavior and listening skills. It's happening at the JCC of Marine Park, Simcha Hall on Quentin Road. It starts tonight at 7.45 p.m. Information contact uh, Ora Shiraga in uh, Marine Park. Um, the Shabbat project around the world is taking place this Shabbos. Y.Y. Jacobson is in West Orange, New Jersey. Thursday night is the Big Challah Bake at the JCC on Northfield Avenue in West Orange and at the Shabbat House on Eagle Rock Avenue in West Orange. Friday, Rabbi Y.Y. Jacobson presents Comedy and Kabbalah of Relationships, 5.30 p.m. Friday at the Wilshire Grand at 350 Pleasant Valley Way in West Orange. And then Saturday night, a global webcast. Rabbi Jacobson streams live to Chabad houses and Shabbat Project hosts around the world. Hundreds of thousands starting at 8 p.m. at the JCC on Northfield Avenue in West Orange, New Jersey. Information about all of this, ShabbatWO.com. W-O for West Orange. ShabbatWO.com for all the information mask invites you to a Shabbaton of Hizuk for parents and caregivers this coming Shabbos um, happening at Varetsky Hall, 1102 Avenue L in Brooklyn, New York. For information, contact mask at 718-758-0400, 718-758. Zero Don't forget this Saturday night is the Kalbach Shul presentation of their tribute concert commemorating the 24th yard site of Reb Shlomo Kalbach, Yehuda Green, Eli Schwebel, Shlaimi Dax, Eli Beer, Chaim Kiss, all part of it happening at um, West Side Institutional Synagogue on West 76th Street. The doors open at 9. The concert begins at 9.30. Information, thekalbachshul.org, thekalbachshul.org. For information. Second annual Makar 5K run and walk. We discussed this yesterday. It's happening Sunday on Main Street in Roosevelt Island. You can go to MakarDS.org. MakarDS.org for information. Um, and to register, MakarDS.org. Yeshiva High School open houses continue this Sunday. Maya Note Yeshiva High School. Uh, For 8th grade girls and their parents, registration begins at 9. The program from 9.30 until 12.30 at 1650 Palisade Avenue in Teaneck. Speak with Dina Block, the Director of Admissions. Admissions at mayanote.org. Admissions at mayanote.org. Again, that's happening this Sunday as the open house season continues. Uh, all through the uh, Yeshiva League, as I like to call it. JM and the AM Wednesday. Uh, reminder, the Kalbach special begins tonight starting at 6 p.m. Eastern time on the Nachum Siegel Network. Full program, of course, tomorrow uh, in memory of Rav Shlomo between 6 and 9 a.m. Uh, lots going on with that, that's for sure. Coming up at 9 o'clock, Bite Size with Yoni Pollack. And on today's Bite Size, there'll be a Tova and in Israel interview, there'll be a Joanna Shepson interview, and Joanna is going to uh, tell us how she was inspired to get involved in the Wheels of Love bike ride, which is helping to raise money for Aline. Aline works hard to achieve maximum independence for each child and not just basic rehabilitation. On Bite Size, uh, starting at 9 o'clock, the show, but the interview will start at 9.30 this morning. Um, uh, Joanna Shepson will explore that topic. Uh, Yoni Pollock presides over the entire show between 9 and 11 a.m. At 11 a.m., it's live lunch with Avrami. That goes from 11 until 1. Make sure to join him for that. We just have so much stuff going on. It is unbelievable. You can comment on the NSN app. Go to the NSN Nahum Single Network app for uh, Android and iPhone. Oh, my gosh. A listener says, I'm on the Israeli-Lebanese border receiving you loud and clear. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. that is am- This world is just amazing. <laughs> this world is just amazing. Uh, thank you. Thank you to those who are listening around the world. It is, uh, it is heartwarming, to say the least. Uh, did we leave anything out? Oh, don't forget, a week from today, we're at Yeshivat Noam. Don't forget, a week from today, we celebrate 18 years high with Yeshivat Noam. We're at Yeshivat Noam in Paramus, New Jersey. Again, one week from today, as um, we celebrate with Rabbi Hagler and his entire staff and all the kids. Uh, Yeshivat Noam, Paramus, New Jersey, a week from today with J.M. and the A.M. in order to celebrate their 18th anniversary. Eighth day at J.M. and the A.M. Singing
6: alone I've been known to do But it's not the same As singing
3: with you I've walked alone yeah, I know it's true. And it's not the same as dancing with you. Life is so much better with harmony together. We could outstone many weather with harmony, harmony together. Many colors blend as one. Me, you, and everyone Our harmony is hard to fight It could shine away the darkest night Soon they'll lay down their guns and knives No more dark clouds in the skies Enemies will walk away Singing softly as they say Life is so much better, with harmony together. Life is so much better, in harmony together. I've seen the end, and there's nothing new. It's all about the unity, of me and you. He may be different, no matter what you do. But in his heart and soul, he knows these words are true. Life is so much better with harmony together. We could outstone many weather with harmony, harmony together. Shine away the darkest night. Soon they'll lay down their guns and knives. No more dark clouds in the skies. Enemies will walk away, singing softly as they say. Life is so much better with harmony together. Life is so. Much better with harmony together. Life is so much better with harmony together.
11: I'm going to
1: JM in the AM with the one and only Sandy Shmueli. Anishar is the name of that one. Uh, before that eighth day with Harmony, you heard Mikudeshet done by the Kinderloch. That's brand new here at JM in the AM. Kinderlach, volume number four officially. I want to thank Jacob Cornblue, joined us about an hour ago. Uh, go to JewishInsider.com. JewishInsider.com, sign up for his daily email. I want to thank Caroline Glick. She'll be the uh, keynote speaker at the One Israel Fund. Uh, dinner the 6th of November. Go to oneisraelfund.org, oneisraelfund.org. A lot of big events coming up. A lot of big events coming up in the Jewish world, that is for sure, is that time of year. So, Those of you who have not yet secured your reservation for November the 11th, the OHEL 49th Annual Gala happens Sunday, 11-11. November the 11th, it's happening at the... Um, Sheraton New York Times Square Hotel now um, always an amazing dinner I've said this a million times if you're gonna go to one dinner a year you know or, or two or three make one of them oh hell it's very inspiring it's a very inspiring dinner the work that they're doing for the community for kids etc uh, but Robert Katz my good friend is back at Ohel he is the chief development officer I believe that's his title and uh, the dinners and presentations under his leadership are even a step above than, uh, than they usually are. Not a knock on anybody, just when he's involved, it is always a, uh, an unbelievable event. So come meet Robert, come meet me, come and say hi, and to be there for Ohel as their 49th annual gala takes place on the 11th of November. Harvey and Gloria Cayley, Harvey of Blessed Memory, of course, and Gloria Cayley are going to be uh, inaugurating the Harvey and Gloria Cayley Community Impact Award, celebrating the life and legacy of, Har- of Harvey and the uh, incredible involvement of Gloria. Uh, they'll celebrate the installation of Jay Kestenbaum as co president of OHEL, joining Mel Zachter. Mike Schellman is moving on. There'll be a testimonial in recognition of his 26 years of service at OHEL's president. Linda and Ellie Gottlieb will receive the uh, Nadiv Leav Award, and uh, Jenny and Barry Horowitz the Professional Leadership Award. It's all happening uh, November the 11th, Sheraton New York Times Square Hotel in New York City. Uh, information very simple: go to ohelfamily.org. Uh, go to ohelfamily.org. Get your ads in. Get your um, get your reservations in, and join us on the 11th of November. It's going to be quite an event. Wednesday morning broadcast, it's JM in the AM. What do we got here? 20 minutes before 9 o'clock. A reminder, the Kalbach special starts tonight. We'll kick it off officially at 6 p.m. If you want to sponsor part or all of the Shlomo Kalbach Yardside special, go to fjbunity.org. Again, that's fjbunity.org. And participate in that way um, in support of... uh, JM and the AM in the Nachum Siegel Network. Again, that's fjbunity.org. And, of course, we thank you for that. A week from today, we're at Yeshivat Noam. 18th anniversary celebration starts at Yeshivat Noam, and we'll be there. How could it possibly be an official 18th anniversary celebration if we're not there? That's why we'll be there <laughs> this coming this coming uh, Wednesday, a week from today, at Yeshivat Noam. Uh, Here at uh, JM in the AM. Uh, So, listener Art says, uh, "You're welcome from the border." Uh, Mentioned earlier is on the Israeli-Lebanese border, receiving us loud and clear. And listener Devorah says, "I'm in Flatbush, hearing you loud and clear." Okay, we got something in common between the north of Israel and Flatbush, Brooklyn, and that is JM in the AM. Uh
0: Gis ga da schme sich refa mal kein ügis foa ba schme ma ain ba God, I've been sick, Recho. Malkinu I mean, Bawiya, Hal, Hashem, She ain't know oh. I'll the I'm going <dasCS>
1: Amazing, absolutely amazing. He is uh, the great cantor Natanel Hirshtick, just amazing. From the uh, album entitled The Art of the Cantor here at JM and the AM. Shimcha done by Garrison Verobo. before that. Nine minutes before nine o'clock. Bite Size with Yoni Pollock featuring an interview with Joanna Shepson, or I should say an interview conducted by Joanna Shepson about the uh, big bike ride in Israel supporting Aline next week. And uh, also an interview Tova in Israel conducts Uh, They're both going to be a part of Bite Size this morning here at the Nachum Siegel Network. Uh, That'll be coming up at 9 a.m. Eastern Time. Um, 11 a.m. for Avrami and the live lunch. Kalbach special begins tonight starting at 6 p.m. with a uh, JM&AM Kalbach special tomorrow between 6 and 9 a.m. right here at the Nachum Siegel Network.
5: le va Ha se melegch sem má lach sem
1: Jo with his single Hashem Melech uh, before that you heard the um oh no just now it just slipped my mind and I just got rid of our playlist. What did we do before that? Uh, before that, you heard the uh, Hashem Melatham by the Waterbury Yeshiva. Thank you. Wow. <laughs> Unbelievable. It's Wednesday. Achei to Bishra, Anachim our brothers and sisters in Israel. We are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio, around the world on the web, and com, on the Nachom Single Network. And, of course, on the beloved NSN app. Oh, again, we're having trouble? Unbelievable. Having trouble with our theme, and I don't know why that is, but it gives us an opportunity to speak for another minute. Shlomo Kalbach special coming up tonight, starting at 6 p.m. Eastern time right here at the Nachum Siegel Network. Make sure to be tuned in for that. And tomorrow morning, full JM in the AM. If you want to sponsor par, par, part or all of the JM in the AM special for Shlomo Kalbach, what you do is very simple. You go to an fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. And Sponsor Away, you'll see sponsorship opportunities at the very top of the page. Bite Size with Yoni Pollock is next. Live Lunch with Avrumi starts at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. Make sure to be tuned in. On the app, listener Devorah says, My daughter Miri's birthday is Yud Zion Cheshvan. Please announce the Hebrew dates Till then. Also on November 9th. And I'll remind you on the English date, just the Hebrew, please remind me. We'll try our best to remind you when Yud Zion is. I believe it's this Friday, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, Trucker Yitz says he's listening loudly and clearly in Auburn, New York. Thank you, Trucker Yitz. Have a fabulous Wednesday, everybody. Tonight, Kalbach special starts 6 p.m. tomorrow. Full-blown jam in the a.m. In memory of Herb Shlomo starting at 6 a.m. Eastern time, make sure to join us. Have a fabulous Wednesday. Until tomorrow, night, I'm reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.